Hello there, I'm Kyo Saronin Beatmaker, and on this episode of The Monday Mindset, we're going to be discussing man's need to love and be loved. Scientists are discovering at this very moment that to live as if to live and love for one is the only way of life for human beings, because indeed, this is the way of which the innate nature of man demands. Ashley Montego. No matter how many people surround him or how famous he may be, in the most significant moments of his life, he'll most likely find himself alone, Dr. Leo. During the most significant and challenging moments of our hero's journey towards our self-actualization, we will face the burdens, mistakes, guilt, or responsibilities alone. No matter the family or support you may have, this life is yours, and so will the loneliness that comes in those significant and challenging moments. You and only you can face the essential reality of those moments, and only you can choose to live life the hard way or live life as a lesson learned. Just as only you can choose how you view the loneliness in those most significant and challenging moments. How many individuals, how many individuals think of themselves as pharaohs on their way to the afterlife, surround themselves with countless individuals, personal and digital, yet still have to face the hero's journey alone. No matter how many posts, tweets, or get-togethers, once you hit send, once they go home, all that's left is you in the significant or challenging moment. All that's left is for you to choose how those moments apply to your personal journey of self-actualization. One can be alone and never feel loneliness. And conversely, one can be lonely even when he is among people. Dr. Leo, to be alone and never feel loneliness is to be one with your self-actualization. When you are one with your true self, you are never truly alone. You are filled with pride in your accomplishments and are humbled by the lessons from your failures. You are disciplined by the hardships you have overcome. You are motivated by the success in your personhood that has allowed you to fulfill and grow. You are the garden and the gardener amongst the many flowers that bloom within the true self. For a gardener is never alone amongst the roses and tulips. A gardener can mingle amongst fellow gardeners and feel joy in the community, yet individuality remains present. They value themselves as much as one another and feel great pride and care when tending to a fellow gardener's flowers and bloom. To be part of such a community is to be found within yourself. That is how you will be able to walk amongst, to feel whole, surrounded and grounded within the community of friends, family, and lovers. The art of living is a path towards never being alone. 
We need to be alone with ourselves to become reacquainted with ourselves. In the deepest sense, we need a time to reflect. A time to tie a, a, a we need a time to reflect, to tie loose ends together, to make meaning of confusion while simple, while simply to revel in dreams. Dr. Leo. You know, doing a deep dive into your true self is essential to your growth. You know, before I got to where I am now, I did what I call a deep dive. Um, you know, so essentially, like, I was in um, I was in a really dark and tough spot. Um, what is it, 2021? Back in, I want to say, 2018, um, things started getting really tough for me, and I was in a really dark spot. And I was also in, I was in a three-year relationship, um, well, running into, it was coming into three years, and it was starting to become really toxic. And I was in a bad um, working environment with a bad employer. So all of that, um, and I had a fallout with my mom. So, you know, I was just completely emotionally unbalanced. I was just in a really dark place. I was in a really toxic relationship. And, you know, I was, you know, I kind of had given up. <laughs> I kind of gave up on music, gave up on everything, kind of. I just was like, well, I guess this is it. This is it. Um... But one day I just, I woke up and I just woke up and I knew right in that moment, this is not it. This is not my life. And from that moment, I was like, I need, I need to figure out what the heck is going on with me. What's, what's wrong with me? What, why am I like this? Why am I feeling like this? How did I get down this path? So I, they, um, I decided to do a deep dive into myself. And, you know, a deep dive, what I, what I consider a deep dive is, you know, really a moment of learning who you are, you know, being reacquainted with yourself, essentially. Um, and for me, that meant trying to understand, you know, my mindset, trying to understand who I wanted to be. I, um... And who I was right now, and and for me that required doing a lot of reading. I um I spent actually um, a good part of you know the it was a three and a half year relationship. So I spent the last year and a half of the relationship. It only just to, I'm only making that reference for the timeline, so you understand what I'm talking about. Um, so. You know, I decided to just um, figure out who I'm trying to be, what I wanted to be. And so I started doing a lot of reading. Um, you know, I was financially in a, um, in a really tough place. I, you know, I could only afford enough to eat once, um, once a day, if that, um, because it was either have a roof over my head or... Eat. 
and I like having a roof over my head. And I think many of you can sympathize and understand what I mean by that. Um, so I, you know, I couldn't afford really much of anything, but I had plenty of books, um, plenty of um, philosophy books and self-help health books to say, but they weren't really, they weren't really necessarily self-help books, but they were, you know, philosophy books. I, I don't know why I'm calling them self-help books. <laughs> um, so I essentially was, you know, I was reading a lot of uh, Joseph Campbell. <laughs> um, it was just one book by him uh, that really just, um, it was called, it's called the Joseph Campbell Companion Book, I believe. Um, but it was a collection of um, of his writings. Um, and it just kind of helped me realize, you know, who I wanted to be. And, you know, I knew the individual I was, I wanted to be. I knew what my goals and what my dreams were and, 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 I, and what they, and I know them so well that I can visualize them, but I didn't know how to really become balanced in myself. I was so emotionally unbalanced and so insecure in myself. Um, and so for me, you know, reading, you know, Joseph Campbell, reading Pablo Coelho, you know, reading um, this book on, what else did I read? I don't want to get up because my bookshelf is all the way over there, but I was reading a lot of books, just a lot of philosophy books and just um, just trying to understand who I was. But it was that one book by Joseph Campbell in particular that really helped me finally, you know, begin my journey of self-actualization. And so in tandem to, you know, reading and, and doing, you know, my own, you know, reacquaintance with myself and really doing these deep dives and really coming to terms with some of my, you know, suicidal thoughts, my, my weight issues, my health issues, my relationship at that time, the issues there and trying to come to grasp with myself. And I also started, you know, working out again. Um, I knew that in order for me to become mentally strong, I also needed to become physically strong. And I knew that also part of my issues was my, my weight. And I wasn't eating healthy, but I couldn't afford <laughs> to eat as healthy as I would like. You know, at that time, I was eating burritos, mozzarella sticks, and a shit ton of root beer and cream soda. But that was all I could afford. You know, the cream soda was, it was, for a liter, it was 89 cents. And, you know, sometimes I was fortunate. At that time, I was working a third shift job where I was cleaning. And um, one of the places that I cleaned, I would look out and find money and I'd be like, oh, great, I have dinner. <laughs> and I'm not kidding. Like there are times where I literally found money where I was cleaning and, um, you know, cash. It was cleaning a movie theater. At this point, it doesn't matter. Um, and I would find cash laying around, you know, 20s, 10s, 5s. 
and I would like, oh, okay, I agree. I have just enough to get a, a bag of of um, chimichangas. <laughs> I was like, great, I have enough to get a bag of chimichangas and a 12-pack of cream soda. Great. <laughs> That'll last me a couple days. <laughs> and um, that was really where I was at. And so, you know, I... I was trying to change my eating habits as best as I could, um, but I knew I wasn't going to really necessarily be able to. So I just focused on working out um, and I was I started cycling and um, I got to the point where I was cycling, where I was doing 30 minutes and I, was, I got to the point where I was up to six miles in 30 minutes. Um, so throughout that time, like, because I was reading these books and, and trying and understanding who I was and changing my mindset and becoming, you know, awakened to my personhood and self-actualization, everything around me began to change, you know, personally. Um, you know, I was started losing weight and I was starting to feel a little bit more better about myself despite um, the situation at my job. Um, I was feeling more driven and despite the fact that my relationship was becoming more and more distant I still was trying and putting in the effort and you know that's a topic for another time <laughs> but what I'm trying to say is like you know my be my me doing that deep dive it started opening up other aspects of my life in a positive manner you know, you have to take the good with the bad. And um, for me, my even though things with my relationship were deteriorating more and more, me personally, I was getting better. I was, you know, I started getting back into my music. I started, you know, planning out what I wanted to do. Um, and I could see the change in myself. And eventually, I was fortunate enough that throughout all that time... I was then able to um, get into therapy. And the reason why I kind of bring that up is because at the time, I couldn't afford therapy. I was also reluctant to reach out to any um, any like federal or state programs that would help me. Um, at that time, I, I was... And it was also because of the product of the way I was raised, that it, it was hard to ask for help. And sometimes I didn't want to ask for help. I wanted to prove that I could do it all on my own. And there are moments still to this day where I am amazed that, that throughout that year, I was able to, without any help, <laughs> to keep my place and pay my rent on time. Um, despite the fact that I was only working four days a week and it was part time, you know, I pulled it off. Um, but throughout that, it made me realize how I needed to, I needed help. And people kind of started coming into my life and, you know, they were, they came to help me. And, you know, I'll never forget one day a family friend came over and, you know, at this point I had, wasn't talking with my mom. I had a donut on my car because I couldn't even afford a new tire um, in and uh, you know it was bad I couldn't even really go see 
my girlfriend at the time and I was feeling really insecure about all of that and this family friend came over and you know it caught me at a bad time but I didn't have anyone over anything it was just I was in a really bad place and my my apartment was a bit of a mess I was just a mess myself but you know he I let him in because you know I I just I let him in and he kind of sat down and he just asked me how are you and you know I just broke down <laughs> And, um, and at that point it was, you know, I was still, you know, doing my, my deep dive and he helped me. He actually helped me get a tire for my car. And I realized at that moment, like, it's okay, you know, to ask for help. Um, especially when you really need it. You know, I was, you know, kind of taught that you only ask for help when you have exhausted every other option. And even then, you don't even ask for help. <laughs> you still look for any other options. Um, and it just made me kind of realize, you know, people started, because I was changing my perspective and I was coming out of this dark place, people started coming into my life and, and willing to help me. And I was willing to accept that help. And, you know, I, I'm bringing this all up because I was alone that entire time. Even though I was in a relationship, you know, like I said, a, a, an unhealthy relationship, I was really all alone. And no one else was going to help me be, figure out what's going on. Um, And so I... You know, through that, you know, the deep dive, you know, it helped me, you know, come out of the darkness and 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 come into my self-actualization. And and I also accompanied that with, you know, with the because of that, you know, because of doing a, a self-reflection, it paves way to premonitions. And within the deep dive, the self-reflections pave way to the premonitions and now because of where I am now, I am, you know, I, and because I have lived life as a lesson learned within the art of living, these premonitions are more of an instinct. You know, I have seen this scenario be play out before. I've seen these red flags. Um, and it makes you more self-aware of yourself, even when you're alone. Because, you know, you have, you know yourself much better than you did before. So you're not necessarily alone because you you are with yourself, your true self. And you're able to combat all of the negative energy and situations and all the, you know, significant moments in the essential reality. But, you know, in order to to find that, you need to do a deep dive in yourself. And because I did a deep dive on myself with no help alone, it then eventually allowed me to be able to get help, you know, be in therapy, be more open to asking for help and need, um, asking for help and assistance. That's a better way of putting it. Um, and we need to think about that. We need to realize that self-reflection paves way to premonitions of the future. It makes us a better person. But we have to choose to want to be that kind of person. I had to choose to become self-actualized. We all have to choose 
to take our steps into our personhood. We all have to choose to be to choose to live in the art, to choose to live life as in the in the art of living. <laughs> um, I know I'm sounding a bit redundant at the moment, but I you know I just you know by understanding who we are, you know, we can then tie together what will become. You know, understanding who you are as a person, you are then able to, you know, tie off those loose ends of yourself or cut those strings, whatever it may be. But you are in a better place and a more comfortable and, and confident and reassured mentality and perspective that you're able to address those loose ends. And we all have loose ends. You know, we all have situations where we were unfortunate to not get closure and we may have to create that closure for ourselves i had to do that with my three and a half year relationship i was never we were never able to get the closure that was necessary and healthy but like i said it was a it was a toxic and unhealthy relationship so i had to create the closure for myself and I was alone, of course. Um, and even though I had started, you know, getting back into a relationship with my mom and I was, you know, going to therapy, I still was alone. I still had to, in the end of the day, I come back to my, my place and it's just me and my boy Pops. And, you know, he might be here, but I'm still alone. You still are going to be alone. You still have to handle and address those situations and your mentality by yourself, those cognitive distractions. And when you're able to tie off those loose ends or cut those loose ends, weight is taken off your shoulders. Strings, you you don't feel as you're a puppet or, you know, or anything like that. No more strings attached to negative energies or people or situations or environments. And sometimes it's going to hurt, you know, Loose ends are going to hurt. You know, there's no doubt about that. Especially if you have to let go of a situation or a person because, you know, they're not healthy to your self-actualization. They're, they're not, you know, or they are, that situation is a false reality. A, a, they are a false self. They are not their true self. And you don't want to be surrounded with people like that or situations or environments. And if you are not able to get out of it immediately or, you know, in a timely manner, then work, then figure out a way to distance yourself from the situation. If you're in there, you know, I, you know, we're all sometimes we're stuck in, in, in jobs that are not the best, that are not great working environments. I know from experience. So, even in those moments, you know, if you can work on yourself, be know that the environment is not connected to you and that you are not a part of it, you'll be able to, you know, better roll with the punches and eventually be able to tie off those loose ends or cut it and find a better job or get into a better relationship or, you know, find better friends, whatever it may be. But you have to understand yourself first before you're able to address those loose ends. 
And that's just, you know, the the facts, the essential reality. But you have to choose to want to become that kind of person and to choose to live life as a lesson learned or the hard way. You know, no one is going to force you to address these things, but you're going to have to acknowledge that and accept that no matter what, you're going to be alone. It doesn't matter how many followers you have. It doesn't matter how many friends. In the end, you still have to face those problems alone. <laughs> you think all those celebrities with all their friends and assistants and all that stuff, when they when their pet when their head hits the pillow or whatnot, they're still alone. When they wake up and have to address everything, they're still alone. Most of those people are there to just please the ego, not the self. But that's a topic for a whole another day. But the, you know, <clears throat> excuse me. You know, as you move through the deep dive and the self-reflection and understanding who you are, <clears throat> that leads to, you know, revel in dreams. And to revel in dreams is to manifest into the essential reality. You know, we all have hopes and dreams and goals. And if you can visualize them, if you can see the path ahead, if you can forge that path to your goals and dreams through your, you know, your imagination, you can manifest that into reality. But, you know, that takes willingness and that takes patience because it doesn't mean it's going to happen overnight. It might take months, weeks, years. But if you can continue to visualize it, if you can continue to Forge that path in the mind's eye. You forge it in the essential reality. You know, I'm a big believer in manifestation because, you know, I, I've seen it work in my own personal life. And I'll use an example. Like, my um, my cousin, who's my best friend, he just, um, he was living with his mom for a little bit. But that was only a temporary situation for him. He wanted to get his own place and... He had two places in mind, but there was one place he really, really wanted. So every morning when I would do my my gong meditation and my prayers, I would um, pray every day that he gets that place that he really wanted. Every day. And I did that for about like two weeks. And I hadn't heard from him. About a week or two weeks. And then he messaged, he FaceTimed me last night and he, I'm like, I was looking at him, I'm like, well, that doesn't look right, um, his location. And then he's like, oh yeah, man, I'm just moving all my stuff into my place. And I was just like so ecstatic and, and proud of him and happy. And, you know, I, I use that as an example because I kept on praying for him and trying to manifest it into reality that he will get his place that he'll get this place. And he got it. Um, and, you know, I'm not saying, you know, that I got any superpowers, but, you know, let's just say I won't be fighting crime at night anytime soon. <laughs> but, you know, I just think it's just, we need to, you know, we need to value our dreams. We need to be excited about them. We can't give up on them. You know, I know because I can't, I gave up on my dreams, but now 
because I have been and I've changed my perspective and I've changed, you know, the path and forged it in my mind's eye, like I know where I'm going now. I know what I want to be and how and who I'm supposed to be. And when we all find that, you know, that is a moment to cherish. That is a moment to to feel proud of yourself, to reaffirm yourself, you know, because it's just, it's part of life. We have to realize that, you know, being alone is part of life, but you don't have to be alone. <laughs> That's all I'm trying to say. But as Dr. Leo says, he discovers that with each deep relationship, he's brought closer to himself. Let others help him to gain personal strength, and his strength in turn makes it more possible for him to face his aloneness. Those deep relationships between self-actualized individuals allows for oneself to grow with valued opinions and perspectives from the outside in. The bond, the bond is strengthened through the synchronization of emotional connection and a spiritual one. They see our true self through the eyes of selflessness and appreciation, appreciation for our personality and individuality. This in turn fortifies and strengthens our ability to face our aloneness during our most significant and challenging moments in our life. Because we are not alone, their strength selflessness, appreciation, and perspectives are constantly with us, ever evolving and growing in tandem with our personhood, supporting us during our most significant and challenging moments that we face alone. They are emotionally, spiritually, mentally, and at times physically there. But the first three will always remain constant this is one of the many joys and comforts that dwell within for those who choose the art of living. We need others. We need others to love, and we need to be loved by them. There is no doubt that without it, we too, like the infant left alone, with seeds to grow, seems to develop, Choose madness and even death. I hope you enjoyed this episode of The Monday Mindset. To learn more about myself and how you can support The Monday Mindset, head over to my Patreon page at Ronin Art and Music. That's Ronin Art and Music. If you're interested in reaching out, follow me on social media on Twitter, Ronin Art and Music, or at me at Kios Ronin, K-O-I-O-S-R-O-N-I-N. On Instagram, follow me at RoninArt underscore music. And if you prefer to email, hit me up at themondaymindset009 at gmail.com. That's themondaymindset009 at gmail.com. And that is all lowercase. If you're listening to this on your preferred streaming service, please make sure to subscribe. If you're listening on YouTube, 
make sure to subscribe, leave a comment and a review, and slap that notification bell. On Apple Podcasts, please make sure to subscribe, rate the podcast, and leave a review, as this will help me and the podcast grow. Stay positive, stay focused, stay true, and much love.